When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Bobby Manning here. Welcome to the Garden Report. Josue Pavone. Recapping a big win for the Celtics. A dominant one defensively. Yes. I didn't think they had this in them, Josue. What? Was, Why not? I wrote for Celtics blog this morning. Five things I loved about the Celtics coming into the playoffs. Five things I was concerned about. And I was worried about the defense. I didn't see the forcefulness. I didn't see the disruptiveness. I didn't see all the activity that we finally saw tonight. And a big reason why, you mentioned the last video, Marcus Smart. He does deserve honorable mention for this. But the big transition point, I thought, was when Robert Williams came off the bench yeah. halfway through the first quarter. Man. And in just about 10, 11 minutes, posted close to a triple-double. I think he finished <clears throat> the first half with 10 and 8. Rolling, most touches I've seen from him in the first quarter all year. But defensively, you saw 2022 Rob on display. Yeah. Was this Rob back in full? I think so, or at least this version of Rob, right? CLNS Media Celtics coverage is brought to you by FanDuel. Sign up at FanDuel.com slash Boston and make every moment more on America's number one sportsbook. I don't know. You want to put a percentage to it? Maybe 80, 85% compared to the guy I we 90. saw last season. But you got 90. Okay, well, there you go. I mean, that's how that's how small the margin is, right? I, I think what, what this other team needs uh, from their bench is someone like Rob, who can come in, give you that energy on the defensive end of the floor, be the defensive anchor, but also jumpstart the the fast break. That's exactly who he was last year. The only difference is he's doing this off the bench, and there's a there's a there's a there's space for that, right? There's uh, a, a role to be filled, and I feel like he does a really good job in doing that because it resonates throughout the team. It resonates on you know here at TD Garden. Everyone wants to see Rob, you know. Uh, excited and making those big plays and you're seeing the, the the way it impacts him right he's getting all rah rah getting the crowd going man it's all positive stuff that this, stuff this team needs um that, that i think carries over throughout the postseason yeah so many show-stopping plays from him in this one too he yeah. practically grabbed the ball out of the air oh man Dejounte that was Murray. the best one man when he took that layup away from murray murray didn't know what happened he was like where did, where did the ball go well i thought that play where if he grabbed that offensive rebound that bounced up pretty far tossed it right to White, and White threw an alley-oop yeah. to Tatum in succession. I thought that would have been the best play of Rob's career if they were able to pull that off. Just kind of a circus play, but a well-orchestrated one, and that's how well-connected they played early in this game. He ended yeah. up committing some awful turnovers later in the game, throwing the ball away and on outlets, but in the half court, when they threw the ball to him, he kept making good decisions, and you see what they talked about over the last week or two, where if they can get Rob touches, they can get Rob looks, he can be a real difference maker offensively too. Yeah, no, 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 no question. Especially because those those opportunities are there for him. I mean, we all know what the lob is. You know, we all know that uh, there's a lot of guys on this team that can that, that know exactly how to get that going, right? In terms of like in transition, and you know that's not a problem. But when Rob gets the ball and he puts the, you know. When he gets the ball in the paint and he has to put his back to the basket, he got he's got moves in his bag. It's just a matter of finding the right spots when to do that. But when this Celtics offense is running the way it is, um, if it's not an alley oop, it's it's a layup. I mean, a lot of the times he can run the floor for you. But in the half court set, I think that'll be interesting to see how he responds. But that's something I think he will. Um, He'll, you, you'll see him improve that part of his game later throughout this postseason run. But what the Celtics really need for him is to anchor the defense and just constantly resist guys like Trey, like 
uh, Murray, other players off the bench, uh, guys who are trying to get to the rim, just enough resistance where you're not fouling them, but you're not making it easy for them to, to convert layups. And I thought that was a big issue for the Hawks. Maybe they were tired trying to keep up with the Celtics, but also angling them to, to, to a tough spot when they're trying to convert they layups. They do that so well. They do it so well, and when Rob comes in, from the bench after getting it from Al, after getting it from uh, Tatum in some regard, it's exhausting for the opposing team. And, and that's how Rob, I think, um, impacts the defensive end of the floor. Biggest surprise of the night too, the rebounding battle. Celtics struggled early there in the first half, managing Atlanta's crashes on the glass. That was super aggressive effort from them. Uh, Rob helped them balance that a little bit, I thought. And yeah. uh, he's super competitive on the defensive glass. At times they need to tip the ball out to the guards. They were all in great positions there and the Celtics did end up winning the rebounding battle. Room for improvement though. They lose yeah. the offensive rebounding battle and Missoula was concerned after the game that they lost the shot battle. And I said this coming into the series, the Hawks can keep this close. They didn't tonight close the gap a little bit in the second half, but those little things they do on the margins, whether it's rebounding, whether yeah. it's turnovers, they can use those to stay competitive with the Celtics. It's just that they shot horrifically tonight. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a, that was a point of emphasis uh, from Hawks head coach Quinn Snyder, right, in terms of shot selection and trying to get as many possessions as you can, as many opportunities as you can, but obviously being smart with the ball and, and trying to seek out those, those, um, those catch and shoot uh, opportunities that the Celtics do very well. He uh, commended the Celtics for who they are offensively and being able to get those opportunities time and time again. But they have to limit the Celtics while also getting, uh, earning additional possessions. So uh, you saw the Hawks do that in the second half when they were able to pull the, the, the lead, uh, Celtics' lead, or cut it rather, to 13 um, off of that A2 run. But Joe Vizula calls timeout. The Celtics make adjustments. Jalen goes off, and all of a sudden it's a double-digit uh, game again, or at least it was um, back to double digits, uh, or closer to 20 points, rather, uh, when the Celtics were able to close out the win. Is 22 minutes the sweet spot for him? Of course, blow here. That probably limits it a little bit, but I do think we imagine him being reduced to some degree. 22, a little light. I think yeah. we always look at games like this and say, can you give us more? Yeah. At the same time, it's, is this the most you can get from him while he stays healthy, while he stays fresh? I think 22 to 25 is, is, is key. Um, around the 20 minute mark, uh, if you're if you're gonna keep him out there for half the, the halfway mark of the fourth quarter, or if you're in a situation where you want him to end the games, I think that's where you make that decision, right? Uh, those extra five minutes when he's hovering around the 20 minute mark. But yeah, I mean, it's something to keep a close eye on, especially with um, the way Jalen responds to this hand injury, uh, whether it's a week or two week thing. It's something that um, again, it's worth keeping an eye on and seeing how he heals. And um, you know, not seeing Grant Williams in this game. It clearly shows you the uh, direction that Joe Mazzullo is willing to go right now. And he's confident in, in giving guys like Rob extra minutes and guys like Malcolm Brogdon extra minutes uh, where, where you didn't see that as much throughout the course of the regular season. Glad you brought that up. Sprinkle Sam Hauser rounds out that rotation. Sam Hauser too, yeah. I mean, if he gets hot, he's going to get additional minutes as well. So, yeah. yeah. Grant DMP in game one. We hit on that in our preview show. Would this be a series where Grant sits? Can he bounce back if he doesn't play all series? We'll talk about that more on practice on Tuesday when the Celtics take the floor again, as well as update you on Jalen Brown, who did get re-injured in this game, finished the night, uh, but admitted after he suffered a split in that shooting hand where he received stitches last week. Uh, we talked about that in our last video here on Celtics All Access, so go check that out. And all the player reaction is available on CLNS Media. I'm Bobby Manning, he's Joe Sway Pavone. This has been the Garn Report, Celtics won 
Hawks nothing in this first round series.